Ethical disclaimer. While Diana and I are psychologists, we aren't your psychologists. Reverse psychology is not a replacement for therapy. If you're interested in speaking with a therapist, please check out some of the links in our episode description. Now, on with the show. Okay, we can do a pre-planned break in the middle. All right. What's up? Hi. Hi. I learned something new about you this morning. What's that? I asked you, no, I made pancakes. Mm -hmm. And then I asked you if your mom used to make you pancakes growing up. Yep. And what did you say? I said she did. And? And uh, (laughs) she used to make them really gooey in the middle (laughs) to the point where that's how I expected pancakes to be. So I'd end up requesting them to be gooey in the middle. (laughs) Medium rare pancakes. Would you go to like like denny's or like a restaurant and be like can i can you just make it gooey i don't think so i don't did you think it was like custard filling <laughs> no i just thought that like oh i like them undercooked they're so gross a, you don't have to put any syrup on it then oh my God. no no and no. so it's like bad for you you could get salmonella i never did though uh, how do you know maybe uh yeah i didn't i don't remember ordering pancakes from restaurants one other breakfast related thing i remember very clearly as a kid was that i this is actually like a food related thing growing up my 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 mom would get in her mind that i didn't like certain things uh-huh. and then would not give them to me and tell me it's because i don't like them okay so like french toast like growing up i never had french toast until i was like 23 mm-hmm. because all my childhood she would make it from my sister and she would say like oh i'm not gonna make you any because you don't like it why I don't know. Like, and she, there were other things like random stuff, like grape nuts, the cereal. Mm. I when I was like, those are kind of weird. Well, when why I was would like, a kid like them? I well, I think that was her mindset for that one. But I tried them when I was in college because it was like they're there, and I'm like, oh, these are actually really good. Like, I like them. Do they still make those? Probably. I don't know. I haven't bought bought any cereal in a long time. Boughten. Perched. And uh, I went home and I ended up buying some. And mom's <laughs> like, why did you buy these? You don't like them. So there's a lot of stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. What did you discover you liked? Grape nuts. I remember. Well, cor- well, well cooked pancakes. Corn tortillas. Corn tortillas. When we first started dating, you were like, "Oh, I don't like those," but because you've been eating them raw your whole life. Yeah. No, that's a. I think that's a like a common upstate New York thing because <laughs> Casey also. He was down here and you cooked corn tortillas. And he's like, what? What?" He texted me like a week ago and told me that that changed his life. Aww. Hey, this is Reverse Psychology, the podcast. Yeah, the, the one and only podcast where we exclusively talk about psychology and psychology related issues. Who are you? Um, I'm Dr. Diana. I'm a licensed psychologist, I think, still. And um, If you don't check, then you never have to find out. And uh, board certified behavior analyst cool what what are you what are you psychologist who are you dr mike what do you like to do i like to party Uh uh-huh i like to move it move it okay and i like the way you move (laughs) do you always feel like somebody's watching you often do okay i um can't remember any other song lyrics well, what's, what's that? How's that one Sting song go? Which is creepy. I'll be watching you. I'll be watching you. That's not. Do 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 do. You sing everything song. to the same tune. Yeah, that's a different song. I saw some funny things I want to talk about. Okay. And then we'll get to the real meat. 
And then we'll get some potatoes. And then we'll get some real expired Walmart meat. You say one funny thing. <laughs> I say one funny We're just going to go back and forth saying funny <laughs> okay. things. We run out of stuff. Your this turn. was hashtag true. I saw a thing the other day that was like, oh, it's the evening. So it's time to change out of my day pajamas into my night pajamas. <laughs> that is accurate. I know. That is accurate. I have my inside and outside pajamas. <laughs> I'm wearing my inside pajamas. Oh. They're the shorts. Yeah, those are those are a peekaboo. Shorts. I know these are the, my most comfortable shorts, but they are risky because <laughs> they're a, a one button fly. <laughs> the hole of the butt uh, that holds the button is cut for a much larger button than I came with the shorts. And for not, oh, I thought you were saying something. A oh much no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, that's adequate. Uh, <laughs> But uh, the, the the fly pops open for almost no reason at all, frequently <laughs> exposing my penis. And so I have to change out of them when I leave the house. Otherwise, I'll be a pervert. Uh. I have an outdoor pair of sweat shorts that have it, the whole sewn shut. Oh, these are the kind of hard-hitting psychology conversations you all tune in for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is new this week? I feel like the true heroes in this crisis are the people that make memes because the meme game is getting real good. Mm. Seen a lot of funny stuff. I saw a good one. It was Don Glover from Community. And it was like me and first other things. Me no, the picture was oh. of Don Glover from Community. Is it me first day of twenty twenty? Mm-hmm. And then it was a picture of Don Glover from the uh, This Is America yeah. music video. Mm-hmm. And you sent that to me. Said me three months later. Yeah, this year is not great so far. I'm having a great time. I mean I'm I do my best running. I I don't, I don't want to be selfish, but I feel like things are looking up for me in all of this. <laughs> Well, I get to work from home. I'm running more. Uh, finally, people are washing their hands. <laughs> I went to the grocery store this morning, and there's just staff now that will, once you're done with your cart, they'll like immediately wash and disinfect it. And I really hope that that stays, even sure. after this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've never been cleaner. My mm-hmm. worry is that once once it's done, people are going to flaunt how gross we can be and nothing will happen. Well, yeah. I mean, I a lot of people are losing their job. It's like, it's actually a really terrible time for a lot of people and I want to be cognizant of that. And mm-hmm. I also think that podcast listenership is probably up. For some podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> for a handful of lucky podcasts. For a handful of lucky podcasts, all of which will feature Lauren Lapkus because she has... <laughs> A Ten. thousand of them. Yeah. Uh, well, this is our only podcast. We're putting so. all our eggs in one basket. Yep. Sure are. But do we, we don't have any. We, we do. We do. We do. Yay. For two things. Okay, great. Okay. We had one email. Go. Oh, you, you've not been holding out. I know. Because I know you don't check the emails. Yeah, I don't. Uh, they come to my phone. Mm-hmm. So we have an email from Rob. I thought it was our neighbor, but it wasn't. Oh. He emailed and he said that he found us on Spotify. And Great. And he absolutely Thank you. loves it. He thinks we're hilarious. Uh, he listens at work and he has to hold back laughter and people think he's weird. And he just started college and he wants to major in psychology. Great. He's, That's so fun. He said that we are very inspirational and we're doing an amazing job. And he wants us to stay safe and take care. You know what? Um, I told him, don't tell him what to do. I listen to a handful of podcasts besides our own okay which i listen to every wednesday right when it comes out on wednesdays uh, when it first comes out mm-hmm. eastern standard time uh-huh. est um asl and i really appreciate people taking the time to like email us and give reviews and update reviews and reach out to us in general and 
I feel kind of bad because I've listened to some podcasts for a really long time and I've never reviewed them. Should we start reviewing them? Yeah. And actually, this is like people, the more people review us, the more inspired I am to review other people's yeah. podcasts. So nope, nope. thank you, guys. This is like, it, it's such a, it's it's an extra effort. Yeah. And we appreciate it. I should start reviewing them. I know. Like you. Maybe we yeah. should also review, we should read our reviews on the podcast our reviews of other podcasts well you always get mad at me for telling people about other podcasts i kind of want to start plugging local restaurants because i also don't review those but i feel like now more than ever we need to plug local places that are doing takeout but not a lot of our listeners are tampa but they please do delivery do you want a uh, great korean barbecue in three to five days <laughs> go to the chop chop shop in tampa it's not it's not korean barbecue what is what would you call that i don't know that's a good question karachi isn't there something called karachi that's the style for the chicken it's like a I double fried chicken it's japanese i think it might be it might be japanese food but we ate the chop chop shop last night it was amazing yeah we don't eat out much. i mean <laughs> well not a lot of people eat out anymore but you're not supposed to because you're supposed to stand six feet away from each other i know but try going down on a lady when you're doing that gross gross diana take this serious it's a korean restaurant oh it is yeah it just says korean so if you want korean food in three to five business days order online ask an uber eats driver to drive it to you we have another review okay cool let's do it oh i emailed back to rob and then he emailed me back and he said Aww. that he goes to citrus college in california do you know what that mm-hmm. is all right rob your story's not holding up i have no idea where that is well i mean maybe it's a small college i've never heard of oh have you ever thought of that no if you said any college in New York, I would have said I've heard it. <laughs> SUNY? Well, that's just like the whole network of state colleges. I've heard of that. Yeah. It's like a SUNY and then a, a location. There is SUNY Buffalo. SUNY Utica. Uh, no. Utica College. SUNY IT is in Marcy, New York. SUNY Su- Rochester. Nope. SUNY Geneseo is close to Rochester, though. Is it a good system? Uh, it, I think it very much depends on which one you're going to. But it's not like well-known like UC schools? Like... I mean, in New York, they're, they're well known. <laughs> okay. But it's not like producing Nobel Prize winners. It might be. Nobel Peace Prize winners. Yeah. I love, I love when people say, <laughs> so-and-so won the Nobel Peace Prize in economics. Wow, we've talked about this before. I know. Well, we've been talking to each other a lot. Uh, the other review. 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 Review, 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 review. Is an updated review. Great. See, this is, this is what I'm talking about. People spending them this this much time yeah review once get back on yeah review once shame on you review twice shame on us <laughs> review three times won't be reviewed again <laughs> this is from, from eric 111 i 1111 he or she uh best podcast or they it, it always makes <laughs> okay, good. it always makes me sad when you guys don't have any reviews to read <laughs> <laughs> so here's an edit of an old oh, one eric 111 oh my god so and great. then as an aside they go i can't convince any of my friends to listen to this oh, but no. that's their loss yeah fuck, fuck your friends Eric's friends eric, you need better friends you need better friends and you are great yeah you know what people should start doing is on your review write down your home address and best contact phone number and then just call each other and you can be friends with other listeners you know what i do know how frustrating that is though when you listen to a really good podcast and you try to get other people to listen to it and they don't yeah. Like not even ours that our friends may or may not listen to. Yeah. I try not to push ours too hard on people. Yeah, I try not to either. But I do appreciate it when our friends listen. Some of our friends listen and then drop off. And then I don't know if it's because they're just like satiated with us. Probably. Or I also don't know how consistent of a listener for anything they are. I want to I want to sh- shout out 
I want to shout out. Give a shout out. Out. Shout out. Do I say I want to give a shout out? Yeah. I want to. Sh- yeah. I want to shout out. I want to give a shout out. Um. I'm glad we went over to that. my friend, our friend, Natalie. Oh, Natalie. Natalie had never listened to a podcast before. Yeah. Well, when she first didn't, met us, she had no idea. She didn't have a podcast app. Nope. Even though one comes with your phone. She was a babe <laughs> in the woods. When she bought her phone, she said, don't even put that on there. Um, Delight. But she is just been delightful in her feedback and yeah. uh, thoughts about the show. She writes us letters every week and mails it to her house. She makes a point to tell me when she's listening and how much she, she likes episodes. Yeah, I do. I hear... She's great. When she does that, and then I hear you giving her a brief quiz just to make sure that no, she I was don't. paying attention. I don't, but she's just delightful. She is delightful. She is. So be more like Natalie. Yeah. Oh, also there's more to this review too. Oh, sweet. What do you call a snowman with a six-pack? A, a, a hottie boom bolati. Yep. An abdominal snowman. I'll drop in the laughter later. <laughs> Wait, because I was trying to think of what's the word? Abominable? Abominable. So it should be abdominable An snowman. abdominal snowman. Maybe they did. Maybe I just didn't read it Yeah, right. I don't think the you The abdominal did. snowman. Ab- abdominable? That's, but that's not a word. Abominable, abdominable. <laughs> Funny. It's good. Keep yeah. them coming. Keep, yeah. If you have a good joke, you want us to read on the air, yeah. or if you have a joke that's confusing <laughs> and you want us to read it on the air, review <laughs> us on whatever you listen to. All right. Enough of that. Or if you have a different podcast that you like more, but you, and you want to review them, leave that review on our podcast. Yeah. Just, and it, it won't make sense, but we'll, we'll, we'll take it. Yeah, if you are also listening to like the first season of Serial and you want them to know... The only good season. And you want them to know... Wait, wait. Serials, which one? Serials, the... Adnan. Adnan. And then the second one wasn't good. The second one wasn't good. The third, third one, one wasn't, wasn't good. good. Man, they they really came out too fast. They peaked early. They did. Yeah. All right. Not good. Second, not good. Third. But yep. really talented, amazing journalists. Yeah. So great, keep, great dancers. Great trying. kissers. They're, they're coming back. Okay. They're hitting their sophomore junior slump okay. but they're gonna blossom in their senior year cool so what are we what are we doing here okay i'm here here in general mm-hmm. you are here i'm here i'm okay you're okay okay what is that about is that a book i'm okay you're okay i'm okay you're okay i think it's a psychology book yeah but what is it about what exactly what it says did you ever find out what color your parachute is what are you talking about isn't that a book what what color is your parachute i have no idea wait before we completely go into the deep end of the woods i'm gonna talk today about have you heard of headline stress disorder i have not okay is it an icd-10 code it is not okay can i bill for it no is it a real thing who knows well, maybe next DSM it will be. I'll tell you at the end of this. So guess when headline stress disorder. Real quick. There's just a child running alone down the street. No. There's oh, there, there's the mom. Oh, hello. Hello. Inappropriate outfit. Uh, oh, she's probably going to the um water squirter thing. That's got to be closed. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. That mom doesn't look like she cares. Well, that girl wanted to wear that today. Who, who knows? Yeah. It's her best life. Damn. Okay. When do you think headline stress disorder became a term? When print media died. No, it's in our recent past. So like it's some it's nine eleven. No, but C- that's a good guess. Katrina. Nope. Good guess. Coronavirus. Nope. It was Ebola. 
No. H1N1. Okay. It was actually um, during the 2016 election. Oh. So, and actually... Trump virus. Yeah. Yes. So, what's funny... He is a virus. You were in private practice at the time. I was. That was and funny. And I wasn't, but I was going to therapy at the time. Yeah, not with me, I was, everyone. I was working in a clinic. This wouldn't necessarily have come up, but I remember you coming home and being like, oh my gosh, my... After the election, like, mm-hmm. so many of my patients are, like, so stressed out. Yeah. Like it is huge, really bad. Huge rise in panic attacks. Yeah, totally. And I shared that as well in my own therapy because it was really distressing to me. Yeah. I had, couldn't watch the news. I had to really take a break. Um, did I did I ever tell you the, uh, the the treatment I started doing for that? No. I... I Flooding? I, uh, graduate exposure, actually. We're going to watch more news. It's like a clockwork orange where they like pry that guy's eyes open yeah make him watch stuff watch yeah i would pull up so i have a lot of people that are having like a lot of panic attacks and stuff like that it was specific to the president and so we would have to do exposure therapy where i would play the audio from a speech and they would have to like we would time it so it'd be like start briefly but they would have to do relaxation skills and stuff like that because just his voice was so triggering of anxiety that people are like having real panic attacks to Mm. it yeah it's a lot of it was a lot of work. So it was like one. Uh, well, I don't know if this. No is presidents should cause panic attacks. True. Yeah, I don't know if this is true, but it's definitely the first time we started studying it that the election in 2016 very much caused some some serious stress disorder mm-hmm. symptoms in people. On the other hand, mm-hmm. I recently read an article that showed that. After Obama's first election, mm-hmm. when he won, there is like a documented trend upwards in improvement in black male mental health, mm-hmm. where there was like less reported stress and depression and like increased hope. So that's, I mean, that's ideally what would happen when our president is elected. You feel better. So mental health professionals are beginning to use this term. And it, again, not in the DSM. It's kind of a pop psychology <laughs> term. <laughs> But it is, it's it's making the rounds. I looked up uh, literature, like scientific literature. Okay. It is in a couple of articles. If you can imagine a Google Scholar search only returning seven articles. You're on the right track. That never happens, except for now. It only gave you seven? Yeah. Wow. Is there is there like a common name that is a thread throughout it? So what's interesting you asked that because um, headline stress disorder encompasses both headline fatigue. So some people call it headline fatigue. Some people call it, oh, there's another term. Headline shock. No. <laughs> Sticker shock. Um, uh, headline stress disorder. There's another name for it that people are using. Dirt belly. There's a dude who came up with this term, who first started writing about it. It was an op-ed in um, like the New York Times or Washington Post. Um, But the dude's name is Steven Stosny. He is a psychologist in somewhere. Good. Oh, he taught at University of Maryland and St. Mary's College. Oh, okay. Maybe Uh, he was our neighbor. He, uh, so he's a, he's, he's a psychologist and he, I guess, Started talking about this first. Yeah, he's making lemonade. Mm-hmm. Oh, some people call it post-election distress disorder. There's lots of terms floating around, but um, I also don't like. I don't like having the word disorder attached to it yeah, only because it's not. 
it's not a disorder because it's not studied well enough to right. identify as a, a unique thing. And like you can get headline stress and I don't, I mean, I don't know, like it has it's something to, for something to be a disorder, it has to interfere with your life. Mm-hmm. And, and perhaps this does, we just don't know it yet. Yeah. But I think also it has to be distinct from to have a labeled disorder, like a new disorder, it has to be distinct from other disorders. Right. Like if this is just like, like panic attacks or a panic disorder, specifically to headlines like that's that that that's a thing but it doesn't warrant a new name and i guess it's different like from large scale you know like you were saying first like 9-11 or like katrina like people who had it like significant experiences with that even vicariously like through the news and stuff those people had mirrored symptoms of ptsd oh yeah yeah yeah. so those that's like it's obviously different than like a headline stress disorder, which causes more just generalized anxiety, maybe panic attacks. Yeah. Right. In headline stress disorder, this guy said it encompasses both headline fatigue and an increased stress response. So they've done studies where they look at cortisol, yep. which we know is a stress hormone. And they did studies of people who, you know, scroll through headlines and they measure, they do like biofeedback. They look at their like heart rate and their skin conductivity. Yeah. Skin conductivity. How sweaty your palms get. Yeah. And they do, they have documented that people who. Pupil dilation. Yeah. People who immediately after scrolling through news and this isn't even related to social media. So that's like a whole other can of worms. Yeah. Um, just news in general after like scrolling through or watching specific like um, news outlets for longer periods of time, you increase, you have an increased stress response. Um, one of the difficulties and one of the specific issues with headline stress disorder is that you are inundated with information about like all these things that are going wrong. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a way to do anything about it. Yeah. So the more you're exposed to it, the more problematic it becomes because you're I, the idea that you have control over anything is reduced as like as you watch more and more. So you have your lack of control, your lack of perceived control over what's happening is stressful. So there's a really good article in The Guardian because now obviously this is coming up a lot with the coronavirus. CV. Don't know if you've heard of it. Um, it's coming up a lot because I know I first thing in the morning, I'm like, what happened last night? So I like go to my phone and want to yeah. look right away and be like, what's new? How many deaths are there? Like, it's weird. It's like a, it sort of feels like an addiction. Like I can't get my day started without knowing like what's happening right away. It's funny because I kind of had the opposite experience with this where when things first started coming out, overall, we get so much news and so much information that I've kind of like that has become my baseline of like just constant information. But I feel like with this, I don't get a lot of information. And so I, my brain has this like awful leap where if I go a day and I haven't gotten any like alert that anything huge has happened, I'm like, Oh, coronavirus is over. Let's <laughs> what's going on now. Like, I think like because we ha- like, we're on this like half hour news cycle where so much new stuff happens, new stuff happens. But now there's, everything's canceled, everything's stopped. And it's just this, we really see that, oh, the news doesn't happen as fast as it feels all the time. Mm -hmm. And we're just getting 20 different news sources saying all the same thing. And so because I'm not getting new information, Mm -hmm. my brain confuses that with, must mean that everything's done. Hmm. Everything's better. And so I have to kind of keep reminding myself 
like I was this at the, isn't a dream this isn't a dream and also like this is still a very serious thing like i was at the grocery store today and people were like i didn't this weekend i haven't really heard any news of anything different it's just like oh people are still getting sick but then i went to the grocery store and we're like two weeks pre post-apocalyptic where people are starting to make wear makeshift masks around yeah. so there's like which i i read this morning too i'm like there's no effectiveness like cloth masks are not effective oh it's at worse all. it's just gonna hold stuff against your face <laughs> but yeah the, but there's people there is some people wearing real masks there are some people that were wearing like cowboy bandanas around their face people mm-hmm. had like shirt sleeves that they had cut up and it's like tied around their mouth it's it was just like so i saw that and i'm like this feels weird because I, I think the virus is over. And I was like, no, no, it's still going on. And this is like, it's it's bizarre. People have a desire to control their situation as much as possible, right? So yeah. these little things that you can do that even if it's not really helping, yeah. at least you have the perception of control. I think that speaks to a little bit of like why people are like uh, still trying to hoard materials. Uh, people like they want to control stuff. But the unfortunate thing is that because people are hungry for control in a very helpless time. Just hungry. And people are just hungry. Small amounts of information that we can gobble up. People are often acting on it in a way that is not helpful or it's dangerous. Like the, they're hoarding news. Are we? I don't know. Maybe that's why I haven't heard anything because people are getting it and not spreading it. <laughs> No, I think like the stuff with the masks, like people know there's a shortage. P- people generally know what they look like. It's another making them. But best case, it's not going to be helpful. Worst case is they think it's helpful, but it's actually like holding any germs closer to your mouth because that's not that's not what your shirt was designed for. But then you see like we get word that this one chemical might be helpful in Ugh. curing it. And now we have people running out to aquarium stores and like lupus people with lupus losing their medication yeah it's like it's it's wild because we're so hungry for control Uh wrong information has become that much more lethal yeah you know what's giving me a lot of anxiety during this time me just walking around the house all all day that and when i caged tiger faced time with my parents and i've been talking to my dad for a while and then he holds the phone to his ear Mm -hmm. as if somehow magically we just changed yeah and then i see the inside of his ear how's his ear looking he hasn't gone to his his ear hair cutter yeah yeah. his e no yeah his ent cuts his ear hair yeah it's a it's a medical condition (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that is the definition of of privilege old of old man i go to you're totally gonna get that Probably. We also have a lot of old men that come to the clinic to get their toenails cut Yep. by their podiatrist. Yep. Cool. Well, um, so let me tell you about why news streaming is so problematic. Just like rapid consumption okay. and rapid and frequent consumption. Do you think that, what do you call a urethra doctor? A, your um, a, urologist. A ur- urologist. Mm-hmm. Do you think that people go to your urologist to get your pubes trimmed? <laughs> <laughs> like they're interfering with some process and so you have to go once a month get a buzz i'm gonna call and find out are you done (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right so um this news thing that we're talking about okay um there are a lot of issues with news on top of you feeling like you don't have control over a situation um and there's nothing you can do about all this bad news news is misleading um so so the guardian goes through all these different things that um cause more stress Um, about news so uh, let's see so news is misleading they say news leads us to walk around with the completely wrong risk map in our heads so we talk about this with like the availability heuristic and what you see is what the reality is right news is irrelevant okay so they say out of the approximately 10,000 news stories you've read in the last 12 months name one that 
because you consumed it, allowed you to make a better decision about a serious matter affecting your life, your career, or your business? Hmm. Hmm. What do you think about that? Well, I like. I think that a lot of news that I hear, especially there's a lot of news that gets me riled up that... Although I could see that... Sorry. I was like, there's a lot of news that gets me riled up that I... When I take a step back, it doesn't affect... Like, it doesn't change anything. It's like... The only thing I can see different with that is like, let's say you're going to buy a house. You kind of want to know what the market is like. So maybe watching the news or like seeking out specific news sources, I guess. Yeah. Maybe it can help you. We... Even though we didn't go through with the refinancing, we started to refinance when we got news that the Fed lowered the interest rates. Yeah, that's true. I think those types of things. But I think a lot of the stuff that gets me riled up, it doesn't change anything. I did get news about the stock market and then I put $10 into the Robinhood app. Okay. I've made $12 so far. Cool. I'm a mogul. I've doubled my money. So the other thing that they say is that news has no explanatory power. Will, their question is, will accumulating facts help you understand the world? Sadly, no. The relationship is inverted. So important stories are non-stories. Slow, powerful movements that develop below journalists' radar but have transforming effect. So what's interesting about this, though, is, you know, the Daily Podcast started at the same time uh, right around the Trump election leading up to it. And I think that that can have deeper stories. Like, that's sort of their goal. Mm -hmm. I feel like consuming that kind of journalism or like um, The New Yorker. Yeah. It's like in-depth stories about things. Yeah. And read a... 35 page article about ladders so maybe this is more just like watching the news on um, cnn just like on all day in the background kind of thing yeah which is the horrible thing with i used to watch more cnn but i feel like they are very talented with making it feel like they're constantly giving you new information and it is just the same information with the this just in right and there's like 500 things scrolling on the screen oh yeah i don't know how you pay attention to all those things you don't so we kind of talked about this already, but news is toxic to your body. So it constantly triggers the limbic system. Mm. The cascade of cortisol can okay. deregulate your immune system and inhibits the release of growth hormones. So it can make you ill and short? It can cause chronic stress. Oh. The other side effects could include fear, aggression, tunnel vision, and desensitization mm. in ways that you don't want that to happen. Okay. Increases cognitive errors. Whoops. And I was kind of wondering this before too. News works like a drug. So we have a craving to to understand news stories. And I feel like this right now with the coronavirus stuff, as things keep coming out, I'm like, I need to know more. I need to know more. I need to know more. And most of the information you get is not is like either a repetition, it's people pontificating about yeah. it. Like there's not or like updates on like who has it and you know, it's not like helpful information. And I think because of that drug feeling, that's, again, that's why news can get really dangerous because I think that is what makes things like the opinion pieces of more politically charged news. So like Fox News and CNN, like if you're hungry for news and new information, it is easy to slip in the opinion pieces and then walking away saying, oh, well, this is this is news. This just happened. Uh, there was a rumor going around on the internet that the stimulus package was held up because the Democrats were trying to put an abortion bill yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I fell victim to that. And I think that that originally came from just some opinion piece of someone saying, oh, I wouldn't put it past the Democrats trying to sneak this in. And then people take that and they're like, oh, that's news. I didn't know that they were trying to sneak that in. And then we just integrate it into our opinions to the point where 
it's not even news anymore. It's just misinformation. Right. Because we're hungry for a drug. And if our prime source isn't there, we go to some knockoff source. Which this is a topic for another day. Okay. Um, but as I was doing research for today's lesson. <laughs> yeah. Today's lesson. How am I doing, teacher? Um, A plus. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of articles and there's a lot more research on the topic of fake news. Okay. So we could do that another time. Yeah, we should. Um, but so there's a recent Time article that said that this is 2018, so there's no way the statistic is still as low or as is as low as it w- was then. So they say more than half Americans, more than half of Americans say the news causes them stress and many report feeling anxiety, fatigue, or sleep loss as a result. So I would say that's probably way higher now than half of Americans. Probably. And then they say, yet yeah, one in 10 adults checks the news every hour and 20% of Americans report constantly monitoring their social media feeds mm. um, related to news headlines. Yeah, I feel like social media is not the best place to get the news. Yeah, and so like just the way we access news and information has changed so significantly over the last 15, 20 years that many, not necessarily researchers yet, but many psychologists are calling for more study into what sort of stress levels and related disorders are coming from this because like you talk to any psychologist and they'll tell you that you know after a major issue people report more distress in therapy i kind of thought that because it came out around the time of this this idea came out around the idea or on the time of the election 2016 i thought that people who are more liberal leaning would report more stress related mm-hmm. to this but it's not true actually so 7 in 10 americans across the political spectrum said they felt worn out by the amount of news that is available. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I think I'm thinking back to maybe a year ago when there was that huge news about the caravan coming to the border yeah. of Marauders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were a lot of conservative people I worked with who oh, yeah. were yeah, legitimately yeah. very stressed out. And they were like, they're, it's grown in size or coming. They're constantly looking it up, constantly researching it. And so I think... I think it can go to both ways because I think that while it's different things that trigger people, I guess, if you are on the opposing party, you can like news about what's going on can stress you out. But I think that often the party can motivate its, its followers through fear and through stress. And Mm so by presenting these threats, you can motivate them. And so I think you're equally as susceptible to being stressed out regardless of what what side you're on. What's interesting is that there was a, um, a Pew Research Center survey that found that three quarters of Republicans versus six in 10 Democrats. Mm. What is three fourths compared to six in 10? Wait, two thirds. Uh, 75% to 60%. 66%? Is it wait? You yeah, said no, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. The <laughs> six out of 10. 75% to the 60%. 60%. Wow. That is a different number. Those are Those different are two different numbers. Numbers. One is higher than the other. The one that's higher. It's probably more. <laughs> Where I come from, the higher one's more. Yeah. So, so, so more Republicans and right-leaning Americans at the time of this. I would imagine so because if you watch. That's like, why they only can watch Fox News. And even then, I feel like it's terrifying for them. Well, like, uh, yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know. Do you remember when we went to the march in Washington? Yes. I don't know if you remember this piece, but we were driving home with our friends and we stopped at a pizza place and we're eating pizza having a great time 
and Fox News was on at the pizza place. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I was watching it and they were reporting on the march and they were like, it was violent and people were throwing things and it was dangerous and all this and blah, blah, blah. And they were reporting it as if it was this unruly riot. But we were there. It was super calm. People were friendly. A lady sat on your feet to keep them warm and people were handing out sandwiches like it, the reporting was this fear-mongered mm-hmm. like I, right. I i would i would imagine like they watch fox news because they feel like they need to know what's the latest threat but most of the threats they report are not real yeah it's their one it's really interesting because it's kind of i mean it's their one source of information really like like that's the only place they can turn to get news they think is real mm-hmm. whereas we i do i can take in a lot of news sources although my parents also get the um What's the other one? The Washington. Breitbart? No, um, not the Post. Infowars. What's the other one that's super right? Uh, super right leaning. Uh, Wall Street Journal. Yeah, Wall Street Journal. That's what I mean. Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Look at the journal. That. So, kind of related to. <laughs> I wish the Wall Street Journal was written like a real person's journal. It's like, dear diary. <laughs> Today the Dow fell. Today we had to stop because the Dow fell so hard. Yeah. Much. It, it made me sad. Yeah. <laughs> Does Bobby really like me? Um. So, blah, blah, blah. so the uh, term headline stress disorder and the um, election, the American Psychological Association has been monitoring since 2006 people's reactions to the news. So how people um, felt about the news. And in the first 10 years, so 2006 to 2016, okay. surveys found stress levels were decreasing. So that that makes sense. Probably in 2008 with the Great Recession, it sort of peaked and then it had been falling. Right. So people were feeling generally better about things and like they were reporting that watching the news was not as stressful as it had been previously. But then in 2016 showed that 59 percent of responders said that the United States was at the lowest point in our nation's history and um, reported significantly more stress after the election from watching the news or taking in news. So there's also like this is related but not necessarily directly from the news but they found that um people who watch the news more become more angry um yeah i get really angry when i watch the news yeah and it actually heightens difficulties between people in relationships so if you're of different viewpoints so like relationships meaning any you know friends or family members or even if your partners may be different politically leaning than you Mm. um it heightens tensions between people i believe it yeah so what should we do about it so you have to go on a news detox okay so they recommend really limiting your news intake so maybe just having once or twice a day where you check the news which is hard because now our news is integrated with our social media right so i think we should also only check social media like once or twice a day yeah i agree i mean i guess instagram is a little bit more lighthearted, perhaps like if you can avoid yeah um, like avoid Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, Twitter and Facebook are probably the worst. I think Instagram and TikTok. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It's like I videos. I mean, I know what TikTok is. <laughs> Just don't have it or watch it. Um, Do other things. Yeah, Just talk go, to people. Breathe air. Yeah, go for a walk. Go for a talk run. Talk to your friends on Zoom. Yeah, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Read a book. Yeah, read a paper book. Yeah, read a book. Watch one of the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> You're just... You're just really shoving that down my throat. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to watch them with me. Also, you can... So, detox. Also, you can... You know what? 
What? I'm going to delete. It's so hard. I'm going to delete the Facebook app on my phone today. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do that, Okay. which will limit my social media a lot. So the other thing is to. So brave of you. Thank you. Channel stress into action. So okay. actually you can do things. Find what you can, can control. Yes. And then dominate it. So move to long form journalism like the New Yorker or other things that you can mm-hmm. maybe get invested in or um, talk about ways to actually do things differently perhaps or use your frustration or anger to actually start to change things. So yeah. Like aggressively plant a tree whenever you get mad about global warming. But like, you know, you could maybe run for office or even yeah, like run for something. write a letter or I don't know, go to some marches. Yeah. There is a website called run for something that gives oh. you resources on how to run locally. Mm-hmm. There's also, and this is, I mean, for some of our listeners, this will be bad advice, but there's also a site called swing left that will tell you the closest election that is in a swing area mm-hmm. and whether or not you can run for that seat. Cool. You can also volunteer at a local organization that helps out with a cause you believe in. Yeah, aggressively volunteer. You can get a, as long as this doesn't cause you more stress, you can get an animal. You can hmm. adopt a puppy or kitten, which increases oxytocin Yeah, and will counteract some of the stress associated with perhaps the current condition and watching the news too much. You should get a lot of plants, put them in your house. Plants are good. They're, um, I saw... Self-care. Exercise and self-care. Yeah. Do a workout video. Cuddling with a loved one. Eating a good meal. Lots of things. I saw an article recently that pet shelters are running out of pets because people are adopting. Mm. Also, I saw a sad one where people were trying to turn their pets in for fear that they were giving them coronavirus because people are dumb. And finally, you can practice mindfulness. Okay. What's that? That's a recommendation um, as well for for health. Mindfulness is just focusing on the current moment and mm. being in touch with how you're feeling right now. I like it. I feel better already. Yeah. So I, do you have anything to add about mindfulness? I don't know. Did I say it in a way that was You did. Good? I think maybe next episode, I'll just talk about mindfulness. That's great. Thank you. That's great. Wow. So you did it. What do you think? I liked it. I think it's, it's very, it's a, one of those very prescient moments. Precious moments. Yeah. It's a little uh, cherub doll. Do cool. they still make those? Are there new cherub dolls coming out? I don't know. I don't really know what those are. There's like those porcelain. Precious moments. Precious moments yeah. dolls. I don't know. Maybe. Probably. I remember. You get them at the Hallmark store. My neighbor gave me one after my first communion. It was of a boy getting communion. And I was like, this seems like a weird thing to give to like an eight-year-old boy. Here's a here's a porcelain doll of you getting communion. What am I putting in that? Next That's to, cute. Next to my, next to a, like a Star Wars action figure. Um... <laughs> play with it play with like it. in like, your gi joe yeah. jeep yeah <laughs> it's like right before my gi joes go on a raid they're led in prayer by, <laughs> by the first communion <laughs> chair doll oh man classic as i walk through the valley of a shadow of death <laughs> <laughs> our father our father who i don't even know those prayers art in heaven anyways is that it are we done what what are you what, what so you already said one action plan, which is deleting Facebook. Any other action plans you can say to inspire the folks well, at I home? just gave like a ton. But what are you going to do? It's hard right now because we're just, I mean, I want to adopt a puppy. Can we adopt a puppy? Yeah. Okay. Well, that, well then we're going to do that. Okay. And a kitten? We should probably choose one okay, or the other. Okay. Probably a puppy then. Okay. Although I, I do miss having cat energy in the house. I get really like I get really excited when I see cats while I'm out running. I know. A kitten would be so cute. The only... 
think about, I don't know. You want to, we talked about having a dog that you can run with. Yes. I think that's all right. You can't run with a kitten. Yeah. That would be so funny to see someone jogging with a cat on a leash. It would be. My friend Annie wore her cat to the beach the other day. Yeah. Um, In a little cat carrier. Oh, did the cat like it? I don't think Was so. Was the cat like, why did you take me to one giant toilet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said the same thing. <laughs> Gross. Everyone's laying in my make. Well, that's the other thing about getting a cat that litter yeah kitty yeah. litter but maybe you can train it to use the toilet you can or use the shower like but you I always do. have to leave the toilet up if you do that we do anyways yeah with piss in it yeah you <laughs> love you love making pee pee water and then just leaving the toilet <laughs> open all right on that note okay all right well i love, I love you. you bye, bye. Oh, you can take that. I was going to put my foot up on it, oh, too. let's move it in the middle. I don't think I'll be able to reach it. Yeah, you take okay. it. I'm going to put mine on the couch. Okay. Um, we both have to put <laughs> That looks really uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, I...